Today we're going to talk about what your church can be doing on TikTok to make an impact in the TikTok community. Are you ready? Because it's time. You're listening to the Church Digital Sidekick Podcast, part of the TCD Podcast Network. Hey heroes, my name is Tom Pounder and this is the Church Digital Sidekick Podcast. This is a podcast where I bring on ministry leaders and we talk about how you can do ministry more effectively in this very digital and online world. And today I'm bringing back a guest that I've had on before. Her name is Sammy Kelly. She works for DigiEvangelism uh, and they do lots of great stuff. But she's also a video editor and she's got her own side business as well as a video editor. And we're going to talk about all that kind of stuff in the interview. But she is someone who's really experimenting and really encouraging on TikTok. She's been doing different things on TikTok and she gives lots of great insights for churches on what they can be doing on TikTok to be making an impact all over the world. So we're going to have a conversation with her about what churches can do right now on TikTok. But before we do that, I want to highlight the church.digital. If you've never checked out the church.digital, go to that. That's the website. But at the church.digital, we've got tons of different podcasts, tons of different blogs. We've got coaching and we've got cohorts. All those things that are happening at the church.digital. And it's just an amazing opportunity for you if you work with digital ministry, online ministry, if you work with digital ministry, if you work with metaverse ministry, we've got encouragement and uh, inspiration for you every single day at the church.digital. So if you've never checked it out, go today and check out the church.digital to be encouraged and inspired in your digital ministry. All right, so now let's get into the interview with Sammy Kelly, talk about what churches can do on TikTok. All right, with me right now is Sammy Kelly. Sammy, how are you? Hey, Tom, good to be here. I'm I am, well. I'm, I'm glad you're well. I'm so glad that you're <laughs> here. Uh, again, I've been trying to track you down for months upon months upon months. Uh, and you are busy, busy, busy. Um, so we'll, we'll get into why you've been so busy in a second. But let's get into just your background a little bit. Uh, you've been on the podcast before, and we yes. interact a lot on Twitter, yes. uh, which I'm glad you're active on Twitter. Um, but uh, for anybody who may not know who you are, why don't you give a quick little bio who you are and what you do? Sure. So my biggest connection, I think, with you and your work has been through Digivangelism, of which I'm a co-owner of with Michelle Barra. And uh, we help progressive leaders of spiritual communities share hope, healing, and light online. And as I was just talking with you about, we've been doing a lot of that for free for the past uh, year and a half and just pumping out, you know, weekly YouTube uh, educational content and we're posting a lot on Instagram and TikTok and all that good stuff. And, and, and I've, you know, developed some uh, ways people can work with us now beyond just the free content. But uh, a lot of it's been that and it's been great getting to know people along the way and being able to help faith leaders just really reach people online, which is where they're spending time. So yes. I. I do a lot of that, and uh, I also, as I said, I have another hat where I'm a video editor. I have a company doing that, and so I love video. I love social. Um, I also love being outside. I'm not always on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big outdoors person, so that's, that's a lot about me. <laughs> that's great. What, what, what got you into video editing? Like, what, what, what drew you there? Yeah, and that, that's actually um, a good uh, tangent here because I, I do have a background in ministry, and so... Um, I wouldn't say ministry was the first place where I was into video editing. I, I like to joke that from the second I knew I could make videos about my dogs when I was like in middle school, it was like I was sold because <laughs> I love dogs. Uh, but then I started using that in ministry. I, I would make you know videos for our youth group. We'd go on a trip and I'd want to make a video 
like, you know, explaining what we did for the mission trip or whatever, sharing with the congregation. And then as I started working with uh, the church in youth ministry, parish ministry, and even denominational ministry locally, I was able to use that gift to, you know, do testimony videos, uh, all sorts of things. Uh, I've, I've always loved it. I just love when you, you get the video together and you just center in and focus and, and bring it to life and, and communicate something in ways that Twitter can't always do without video. <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. Okay, so let's let's uh, date ourselves a little bit here. Um, <laughs> what when you were making your first videos in middle school, what kind of camera were you using? Oh. Did you have one of those home video cameras <laughs> where it was like on your shoulder, and then you had to take it the the, the VHS tape into something else, or is that just me? <laughs> um. You know, when I was like in elementary school, I think my parents would set that up in the hallway and my friends and I would like do little plays and stuff, but I didn't edit those. No, I, I was working with, I think they still had SD cards um, in middle school, but it was like an old, not good quality camera, you know, and I don't even know what program I was using, something free on a big boxy computer. So I'm not quite as dated, but a yeah. little bit. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so now let's move to today. What what are you using yeah. right now to edit your videos? Yeah, so I use Premiere Pro as far as video editing for clients. Um, and some of the Digi stuff will do, YouTube videos. Um, when it comes to TikTok, which I know we want to get into as well, um, I will, I've actually moved onto the phone more. There's a free program, CapCut. I don't know if you're familiar, if you use that. Um, a lot of people will use it for free captions, put captions on the video and you can, you know, post it on multiple platforms without, you know, manually putting captions on each one as you upload it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been using it for captions, but I have been using it for clipping the, the footage and I love it because it's right on the phone. I get it done, like kind of move it on to the, the next phase. Um, yeah. And, and certainly TikTok has its own editing capabilities. I just prefer to do it outside of TikTok and then upload it. That's awesome. Okay, so since you mentioned TikTok, let's move yeah. into our topic <laughs> uh, because part of the reason why Sammy has just been pushing me off for so long is is she said, Tom, I've got uh, I'm doing a lot of different things on TikTok. Let's talk about TikTok after I get done experimenting <laughs> and and talk about doing all this stuff. And so now that you're done, well, you're probably not done experimenting, but you're at that place where we can catch up and chat. Let's talk about TikTok right now. Um, what is it? What is it that you love about TikTok in general? I'm going to apologize for the sirens here; they'll be gone shortly. But uh, I, I love about TikTok that there's not this need to be uh, showy and polished and perfect. And like you know, I work with some folks that I'm like trying to make an advertisement for them, and they want it to look good and they want it to be you know polished it is but but on tiktok you can just show up you you show up as you and certainly you want to think ahead about what you're doing and there's there's some there's some science to it as far as a good hook in a video because you need to capture people's attention quickly and uh you want the video to you want to be able to hear you you want to be able to see your face clear like there's some things you still got to consider you can't just kind of you know take your phone out while you're still in bed and hope for the best uh but yeah. For the sake of it, you, you don't need to think too much about um, what what's going on as long as you you present yourself in a way that can be seen and heard. Um, it, it's just you. You show up as you and, and share your thoughts, and, and people 
like love that on the platform. That's what the platform is built for. Yeah, I, I think you're right on on that because one of the things I love about it, and I'll say, uh, I think people are very authentic on there. Yes. They, they, yes. they get on there and they share. And I love what you said. It's not polished. Right. And people don't care. I think <laughs> in COVID, I think before COVID, I think everyone thought the mindset, we have to have everything polished. It has to be perfect. It has to yeah. be all this stuff. But what, what we discovered over TikTok, over COVID and through apps like TikTok and live video is that people don't need it to be polished. They just right. want you to be real and authentic. And I see a lot of that happen. I see a lot of people sharing their stories yes. and people getting encouragement. I, I see a lot of hope in, in the app and that's what really draws me to it. Yeah, yeah. I love that you mentioned story because it really, it does come down to storytelling. Like that's almost like the science I was mentioning. You, you got to be able to captivate people, but most ministry leaders are already kind of used to that with, you know, preaching sermons or doing short talks or whatever. Um, and as long as you can, educate people entertain people or inspire people you just show up and do that and yeah. and it's pretty it's it's uh you know it's open it's accessible that's what i'm looking for 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 everybody as long as you have a phone that can do that do you ever sit on tiktok and just get sucked down the rabbit hole and find yourself like an hour later like oh my gosh i gotta go to bed yes <laughs> all the time no. yeah. um yeah and it, i think it's so fascinating too because I'm sure your listeners already know by now, but the algorithm of TikTok is just so advanced and it will, it will read you. Now, certainly you can train it by telling it what you do or do not want to see. Um, but it, it just gets to know, know the intimate uh, things about you that you find interesting based on how you interact with the videos to the point where some of my closest friends and I will, they're on TikTok too. And like, we'll get together and and mention a trend like i'll reference a trend and, and you know say the little song piece or whatever and they'll look at me like what are you saying and i'm like oh it's on tiktok it's all over my algorithm it's every other video for the past three months and they're like oh i've never seen that so there, there's these niche like things happening uh that you know unless you're someone like me that is running like i, I run 10 50 miles because i'm training for this half marathon a marathon so I get all these people like filming mile by mile updates. So unless you're into that, you're not going to see any of that. You're going to see, I don't know, guitars, perhaps reading yeah. from behind well, you there, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my guitar, but yes, it's, yeah. <laughs> but, or you could see, like, I, I get sucked into the food ones. Oh. Like, I mean, there's some like, some different meat specialist guys there's some different grill <laughs> specialist guys and i'm like man these are these are like fascinating but you're right you get sucked into it and it's very smart the algorithm changes and and goes like it's funny because i'll i'll be on one set of algorithm and i'll yes. know that i'm on the food stuff yes. and then i hear different um stories like testimonies i i click on one or two testimonies i'm like oh my gosh this is awesome and then i'll see a bunch of divorce stories i'm divorced oh, and okay. and you know i'm like looking at the stories and interacting and then i go through and so tiktok wow. is it, it changes for me all the time depending on what i'm liking and engaging with right and i don't get uh most of those and so <laughs> like for me you know i have my own things that pop up and it's just amazing how intricate it is and and I, I hope that that would give people some kind of like confidence or hope that whatever you're putting out there, yeah. you know, there's going to be a group of people that are going to get it to show up on your for you page and, and resonate with them. Yeah. 
Okay, so you've been doing a lot of experimenting, a lot of encouragement. Again, one of the things I love about what you do on TikTok is that you you share encouragement on how churches can use TikTok. So in all the things that you've been learning and doing, what are some tips that you would encourage churches to do as they're getting into TikTok? Because I think a lot, I think every church should be on TikTok. If they're all, if you're on Instagram reels, at least you should surely be on TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. A couple things come to mind. First of all, it works. So when you do it, <laughs> you're going to get outreach. You're going to get new eyes. You're going to get new followers. Uh, it's just a matter sometimes of doing it and committing it to your schedule. And this is where I can reference uh, our, <laughs> our intensive like uh, TikTok experiment we did when you first contacted me and I said, hey, let's wait until after we do this, like, you know, three videos a day for 30 days thing that we were doing and see if we have anything to report on. Um, that was a lot to manage. Like, I won't lie. It's a lot to keep up with. Uh, but we certainly, our account certainly grew. And, and, and that's not even the most important thing for us. We, we connected with a lot more people, which I, I'm excited about, you know, when we get a bunch of followers and I start seeing like, reverend this person or you know youth pastor this person i'm like oh the algorithm is getting like the right people on our stuff we're helping the, the people we want to serve um so that's everything to, to us you yeah. know that's why we do this um but i also so will say it works but don't don't burn yourself out you know you got you got to know what you're committing what you can commit to and and, and i'm i'm uh speaking to myself here too because you know it's a constant uh know give and take that you have to figure out is this too much uh for me because i did three videos whatever 30 days and then i missed two weeks because it was just too much uh so pacing yourself in a reasonable way i would say if your church can do two a week three a week four a week do what you can do um well i can keep going but i'll pause yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) because i I think that's the thing i because i read a stat saying hey if you really want to get big on tiktok you got to post like that two to three times a day. And I'm like yeah. a day. I, I can't even do yeah. two or three times a week. My, my goal for my church is three times a week that yeah. I want to do that. So uh, like, am I going to be penalized if I don't do it that often? W- what do you think about that? I don't think you'll be penalized. I think that if you do more, you would probably be rewarded uh, because <laughs> like I said, the more content you're putting out there, the more touch points. Yeah. Uh, but you also want to keep the quality of your videos and make sure, like we said, you're storytelling, you're entertaining, you're informing people. You're not just uh, showing up and saying like, hey, it's me. Here I am. Goodbye. Like there's not there's not a lot of value there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say with that is being organized when you're pumping out content like that can be really helpful. And yeah. again, this is something I've you know been you know, trying different ways of basically project management um and, and everybody every leader is going to have their own social media organization for them but um i'll just say that we started using notion recently i don't know if you're familiar with yeah. that uh and i love it we were using trello to um you know plan what kind of content we were going to be um pushing out or, or you know what we're going to be teaching that week we were talking about um but notion just there's a a nice way I think of, you know, making your, your list, your, uh, your planned list of content, turn into a calendar, turn into this, turn into that, that I just am like, this is very visually helpful for my brain. So perhaps, um, that will be helpful to some of your listeners. As long as you have something that works for you though, so that you can 
plan ahead a little like do you plan ahead with your three times a week or do you just kind of say it's Monday I gotta post the TikTok what am I gonna do well yeah so it's it's a little bit of give or take so I know certain content that I want to push like for instance I I I'll take my sermon or the sermon that this sermon guy does the preacher does and I'll cut up into clips and I try to take one minute clips from there and then use those so I like to post those once a week I like to see if we can post a worship song once every other week um if we have a baptism I like to post that and so I I don't have a plan I should have a plan I don't but I have certain things I know I want to post that's good which will let's lead into that then are there certain things that you should be posting? Like what kind of things could you be posting? Again, if you're talking about a content calendar and mapping things out, what are some things that churches could post about? Sure. Uh, and I think this answers that question, but it's also a comment on what you just said. Okay, as good. far as, because you were asking, am I going to be penalized for just doing three times a week? That sort of thing. Um, here's something that I've kind of picked up that's been really helpful. And it might apply, it might not, depending on if you get comments on your videos. So. Uh, as you probably know, you can reply to a comment with a video. And so an easy, what I've found to be kind of an easy video to put out there without much planning or really much effort, even in recording itself, could be just to reply to the comment, uh, whatever they're saying. You know, maybe they're asking a question like, oh, what's that behind the baptismal font? I don't know. What, what, what's it's just something that you're like, hey, thanks for asking. Here's the answer to that question, or here's what we believe about this, or, or whatever. You're engaging that comment, but it also, uh, when you post that video, if you leave that little comment sticker bubble thing that pops up there, it, it will redirect to that other video as well, so people can say, oh, what's, what is he answering about? He, he yeah. made a video answering about what was in the back of the sanctuary there, but I don't even, oh, oh, it's that other video. Oh, now I'm on this other video of his, and now I'm kind of going down that rabbit hole of compounders with uh, TikToks or your church. Yeah. Um, I always wondered how that happened. Okay. So that's how that happened. So, yeah. you, so, so just <laughs> reply, yeah, reply with a video and then that's how it goes. Okay. That makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's such, and I'm telling you, it's such a nice, like, Ooh, I got a video done and all I had to do was, you know, and sometimes I just say like, thank you. Or, I, or I'm just, you know, saying, this is a great comment. Like, highlighting what they're saying like let's say you're talking about a specific youth ministry thing and someone comments and says oh I've done this and then you just make a video replying to that saying this is a fantastic idea everybody should go do it and then it's like you've made a video and it didn't take much effort so I think when you're asking about what kind of things people should be doing as I've repeated uh education is always good you know entertaining is fine too and inspiration uh encouraging people that's all good um, but also take those little wins where you can find them. If, if yeah. it's a reply to a comment, that's what it is. If it's a, you know, just giving someone like showing them what you're up to that day, uh, something that's relatable, I would say, make a quick video about that or, or keep them short. Like yeah. these are your little wins like that 10 second. Oh, I just thought of this while I was driving. I'm going to quick make a TikTok and say, did you ever think about this? Cause I was just thinking about this. Yeah, and and there it is. I I love what you just said. The, the quick little wins that uh, you can take and and use that, um, and and grow from it. Again, I think you know a lot of times, um, churches like churches are like, well, we've got all this content, we got to just share it, and they don't they don't format it correctly. They don't utilize TikTok for all it's worth, 
Um, but I also think that they, again, like what we talked about before, they feel like it has to be professionally done when it really doesn't have to be so polished or professionally done. Um, you had just said something and I totally just, it, I lost my mind about um, one of those wins that you had, but uh, oh, it's going to come back to me and I'm going to, I'm going to remember driving that. your car, replying no. to a comment. Oh. No, behind the scenes. <laughs> oh no, this was it. Oh, Got good. It. I'm see, there you go. Um, it, trends, TikTok trends, yes. lots of them. Yes. Should churches do them? I would say so. I would say maybe not the entire feed. Like every video you make, you could make it a trend if that's what you're going for, and you just want to, you know, play with the trends and show up on TikTok in that way. But I'm also assuming that you as a church, if you're on TikTok, if you're online anyway, you have a mission, you have a reason for being online, you know, you want to encourage people, you want to love people, you want to help people. Now, can you do that through the trends? Absolutely. Yeah. So as long as you're, you're connecting the trends to, to what you're doing, that's good stuff. But there's probably going to be other times where you're going to want to show up and tell people a little about you, you know, yeah. uh, often when you're doing trends, you're not speaking to the cameras much you know maybe it's a song that's playing and you're doing a motion or something um you can still tell a lot through the text on the screen but it's it's good to, for people to hear your, your voice too and uh, see your face kind of normal yeah. from time to time but not all the time so yeah, that's I, my thought yeah i agree i i think you're right again you don't probably don't want your entire feed to be all of the trends and everything but there are cool trends like you know there was one that the Celine Dion singing baby 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 and all all these moms and then even some guys were doing things in they were just they were just these fun elaborate things and i'm like this is fun if we want our church like one of our you know one of our core values at our church is joy and mm -hmm. we want to communicate joy and fun out of that and so that would fit our church now if your church is not about joy which i i hope it's about joy yeah. to degree, you know um but like you may not want to do it but i think if it fits your culture i think definitely right. jump on a trend that's that's happening yeah uh, I think that's good. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I've been really loving seeing churches do that. And even small churches, I think for a little while, maybe smaller churches were intimidated or just not sure what to do about TikTok. But in the past few months, I've seen more and more small, you know, one person or one staff member church uh, or, or very small staff churches, small churches get on TikTok and just say, this is who we are and this is what we're about and yeah play along with the trends and and they're they're reaching people and some of my favorites you were mentioning like the sermon clips uh i think that is a huge huge easy win you know yeah. it's not easy because you still have to go in you have to record the sermon you have to get the videos you have to cut the clips you have to put them on TikTok. like that's not easy that takes time and effort and energy but you're getting your message out to so many more people. And a lot of these little churches that, that are doing this are seeing some viral hits. Now it's not going to happen every time, but if the possibility is there and you're, you're going to get a lot more reach for it anyway, I, I find that worth the effort. Yeah. So you don't need to be like one of these big mega church pastors to get your voice out there. You can share truth and God's truth and encourage people and it could go viral. And again, not that you want to make it about being viral, but hey, if you're viral, that means more people are hearing about God. And yeah. that's what you want. You want more exactly. people to hear about Jesus. Um, and I love that. Okay, so let me ask you this question. 
Um, is it good for a church to be a business profile or a kind of a personal profile? Have you found one way that works better or another? Uh, I think they just changed something with that. And I'm trying to remember what it is. I thought it was just creator and business or creator and professional now, or, or, or maybe they added creator. Okay. Um, so sorry if I can't give you a clear answer on that. I don't think there's anything wrong with being like a creator who can use some of um, some of those those sounds that maybe businesses or companies can't always access because they kind of block off some sounds and right. some trending audios. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, but that's one of those things that they're always TikTok is always kind of changing and adapting. Same with Instagram to try to because they they recognize that there are all these different types of entities and people on on the apps. Um, yeah. Um, no, that, that's good. I, I made our church a business account. And the okay. one frustrating thing for us is I can't use some of the sounds. Yeah, a lot and, of the sounds. And that's been like, that's been frustrating. I'm like, did I make a mistake doing that? And, and I kind of go back and forth. Of, well, you can change it too, if you wanted to, to try that out. Or, or you know, I, I can't give you legal advice for that, but <laughs> you know, see what others are doing. As far as that, um, I think there might be a difference between when you get a like a link in your bio yeah, ability that, as well. Th that is with the business. And that's part of the reason why I chose to do the business thing is to get a link. Because ultimately, I wanted to link back to some of our other content or even our church website, just yeah. in case people are curious. Right. Um, all right. So uh, a few more. What, 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 are, what is another tip or so that you would encourage us with? Uh, another tip. Um, I, you know, this is something recent that I've been doing differently. So when people would ask us inevitably, because we talk about all sorts of social media about like what to do when you get a bad comment, because uh, that comes up a lot of time. Yep. At first, it I've always like educated people and said, well, you, you have control. Uh, and, and this is still true. You can delete the comment if you want. On other platforms, you can hide the comment if you want them not to know that you kind of hid it from everyone. So they're not like, oh, they deleted my comment. I'm going to leave 12 more. Like you have some control there. Um, but recently I've been hearing more about, well, sometimes your more controversial uh, topics or, or, or just things that bring out the trolls can help you by giving you kind of a boost because people start to like kind of discuss that in your comment section or uh, reflect on like, wow, that was just a weird comment that person left. And so uh, maybe leave those comments at least for a day or two. I mean, if it's really like hateful on you or another person, I would say just delete it. Like you don't need that negativity. Um, but if it's just something that's maybe different than your perspective and you are okay with there being a little bit of dialogue, you can engage it or you can, you can let it sit and let other people um, kind of interact with it for a bit. But that, that's just something new I've been kind of playing around with and see, and we, we get that all the time with yeah. digital ministry. Uh, you know, people are always saying, well, the church needs to be in person. What are you doing online? Stop telling them to get on the internet. It's like, okay. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Don't even get me started on that. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I will say I like that perspective of the of the troll stuff is because yeah. the more people who are commenting on it, again, even if it's negative, mm -hmm. it gets your thing exposed a little bit more, which yeah. could create good conversation. And again, I think it's all about conversations. And again, you have the choice to respond in kind, even if people are hateful. Right. And again, I, I think we, we have the opportunity to communicate God's love 
no matter what people are saying. And so that's a really interesting perspective. I, I like that. Um, thankfully, our videos are not that popular that we get a ton of <laughs> trolls. Or, not well, yet, thankfully, but you might thankfully. get one. Yeah, I know. Which one? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so, um, but no, this is this is awesome. Um, all right, w one last thought for for us, Taryn. What, what, how else would you encourage us? Yeah, I've got um, one more thing coming to mind here, and that is, is I referenced it before, but I really want to highlight the mm. fact that you need to capture people's attention really quickly on TikTok. Um, the first three seconds is generally what I'm hearing, and uh, as much as I'm excited about seeing more small churches and pastors and faith leaders in general getting on TikTok. And I've seen that more and more in the past few months. I'm also seeing it used incorrectly when it comes to the hook a lot because pastors are like, okay, I'm making a TikTok. I'm showing up online. I'm doing a good thing. You are, that's great, but it's not going to work. It's not going to get nearly the reach that you could be getting if you show up and hold the camera in front of your face and are like, oh, <laughs> hey, like, do you, I mean, you felt that pause, right? I only paused for like a second and a half, but it was like, that was, yeah. that was some time. And, and I'm seeing that, I'm seeing the like, hey, everybody, I just wanted to show up today. And like, no, <laughs> start with the, start with the, the, exactly what you're going to talk to people about. Like, what's one sentence, even if that's the only thing you think about before you film your TikTok, what is this one thing that I'm, that I'm going to share with them or that they're going to come away with? And if you can start there, and then you can do the, by the way, I'm, I'm Sammy. I'm here with the evangelist. Like, if you got to do that, you got to do that. But it's, it's that first three seconds. Yes. Yeah, see, I, I agree with you 100%. And that's something that's, you know, uh, we have different people producing different kinds of content for us. And, cool. that's great. and, and the reality is you have to hook them. I mean, it's like the whole part of storytelling is that if you don't hook them early, like you said, three seconds, and this is the same thing with YouTube. If you don't hook them early, they're going to be out. And they don't, they don't have time for that because it's such a fast-paced thing. All they do is for TikTok, just swipe up, swipe up, swipe up. You know, so hook them early. Uh, I think that's a great comment on that. Um, well, Sammy, this has been awesome. You've got a lot of experience. You've got a lot of skills on this area. Tell us how people can connect with you and share about digital evangelism and also your video editing stuff too. Oh, that's nice of you to ask. Uh, so Digivangelism is easy because it's digivangelism.org or Digivangelism at every platform pretty much you're going to be on. Uh, and we show up a lot on, like I said, weekly on YouTube, on our blogs that go on our website, and then um, Instagram fairly often. And of course, TikTok. Uh, I also want to point out we do have a free TikTok guide that might be helpful for some of your listeners. Um, nice. Digivangelism.org backslash TikTok. I think it's pretty simple like that. And so yep. they can download. It's got, you know, hook examples, church leaders to follow, uh, things people can do as a church on TikTok, like linked in it. So we're very excited about providing that to people. And it's been good. Um, um, so, go ahead. No, well, real, real quick, I'll include all her links on the show notes. So make just click the show notes and include that ebook too. Um, that will be, or the resource yeah. uh, that will be helpful. So continue, Sammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot on the site. I'll let you kind of let your listeners click around there if they need like digital communications reviews or, or walkthroughs or anything like that. We've got some services listed there. Uh, and then thank you for asking about the video editing. I honestly don't talk about this like nearly ever. Uh, but as I was telling you before we got on here, uh, recently revamped my website with video editing. 
Um, and so I'm actually excited about sharing it now. Uh, and so it's, it's still in the process of some tweaks, but it's called VidBridge uh, Editing Solutions and the site is vidbridgesolutions.com. So that's V-I-D, Bridge Solutions. And, and that's, it's not like just churches that we help with video editing, but it is uh, focused on organizations that empower people to love themselves, live intentionally and better the world around them. So that's what I do, Vidbridge and uh, Digi. And thank you again for asking. You're probably the first podcast that I'm actually sharing that on. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm first. First of many, but yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. No, that, that's great because again, video is so powerful today. Mm -hmm. And again, whether you're a small church or a big church, you need to be producing some sort of videos in some sort of format and so, again, Sammy's been in this space for a really long time, and I would highly recommend you talk with her. She can encourage you in a lot of different ways. Sammy's a great resource um, that I would love for you to connect with um, as you're going about your ministry and getting into video stuff. Uh, Sammy, final question for you. What, what's your favorite social platform right now? Oh, I might have to go with TikTok, which is a big change over the past few months because Instagram has been it. Okay, neither of those answers are acceptable. You have the wrong answer. It's oh. Twitter, it's Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Ah, I should have known. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, I, no, that's great. Okay, so you're you're more of an Instagram and TikTok person. Oh yeah, for sure. I, and I, I, part of me is like, oh, I think Instagram might be my favorite, but I like TikTok more than I like Instagram Reels. And I think that, those two platforms like reels and tiktok are just yeah i love video so <laughs> i go. love, that, that love seeing great. it uh, i go twitter tiktok and then it all gets jumbled after. okay there you go so okay well sammy as always it's great having you on so thanks so much for uh, taking time to talk to me today thank you for having me it's always good to see you all right, so what did you think of the interview? I love having Sammy on. She's been on the podcast before. She's just great with doing online ministry and digital stuff. So check out her stuff on the show notes. I've got all the links on there as well. She's got great encouragement and inspiration. And I love just seeing her stuff on TikTok. It just, it encourages me. I'm trying to figure out TikTok for me and my church. And it's just some of the things that she's doing and the encouragement she's giving, it's just been very helpful. So I would love to hear from you. What did you find encouraging or what questions do you have about TikTok for churches, definitely put it in the comment section below, or you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Uh, Sammy's on Twitter. Uh, again, you can find her links. Mine is at TA Pounder is Twitter. And let's carry on this conversation. I bet you Sammy and I would love to just continue this conversation and talk more about what churches can do on TikTok on Twitter. So we'd love to talk to you a little bit more about that. Again, or you can put a simple comment in the comment section below. We'd love to do that. All right, heroes. Well, thank you so much for being with us uh, today. As always, if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, you can subscribe to it. This is on YouTube. This is on uh, iTunes and Spotify, as well as the church.digital. I would love for you to check that out and subscribe to it. We've got new podcasts every single week. We'd love for you to be a part of that today. All right, heroes. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your week. And until next time, have a great one.